For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Let's talk about sleep. Listen to these studies from Harvard and Johns Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. We need eight hours of sleep. And I know I had trouble sleeping the other night when the Clippers blew a game and gave one away to the Rockets, so sleep is very important. One of sleep's biggest problems, temperature. Tough to get good sleep if you're too hot. I want to tell you about the Pod by 8 Sleep. The Pod by 8 Sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. It combines dynamic pressure regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like the bed cool and your partner likes the bed warm, now you can have both at the same time in a crazy comfortable bed. Sleep longer and deeper so you wake up refreshed and ready to take on the world. Try the pod for 100 nights and if you don't love it, we'll refund your purchase and arrange a free pickup. They already sold out of their first two batches so they're going fast. For a limited time, get $150 off your purchase when you go to 8sleep.com slash pro. E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash pro. 8sleep.com slash pro. Clippers podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode as the LA Clippers are getting ready for a back-to-back on the road. Big shocker there, but we'll get into all of that. And before we do, want to let you know that if you do enjoy the show, if you just found us, whatever it may be, we're available on all of your favorite podcast directories, including Apple, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can also find the show at Believe.com and follow along on any of your favorite social media platforms including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. At Believe Podcast is the handle. 
You can also follow me as well at Jesse underscore Cass on Twitter. Uh, the LA Clippers, as we mentioned, coming up on a back-to-back very soon. I'm recording this or putting this up on a Saturday morning. Clippers getting ready for a game at the San Antonio Spurs. Then they followed that up with a game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And when we last talked, the Clippers were in the midst of that six-game road trip. They had, of course, the poor start with that beatdown they suffered at the hands of the Milwaukee Bucks. But Clippers responded very well from that. They went on to win four consecutive games. We had talked after the Indiana game on the Clippers. That was honestly one of their better games of the year on the road. Uh, They followed it up with maybe their best game of the year on the road. And Kawhi's return to Toronto where they ended up winning by 20 against a very good Toronto basketball team. Really great team effort up and down the lineup. The Clippers were able to run away with that one. They ended up winning against the Minnesota Timberwolves in a game they were up big and kind of had to hang on late after nearly blowing all of a 20-plus point lead. And then a disappointing finish to the road trip on a back-to-back, which we said we will get into. There's been a lot of back-to-backs, and it's been especially noticeable for the Clippers with Kawhi, of course, sitting on either end of the back-to-back uh, all season long and not playing in one of those so far this year. That's been a factor. But the Clippers, at the end of that road trip, five games and seven nights, uh, they were really dragging. They had the lead late, had their opportunities, but Zach Levine hit a game winner with two seconds left on a three-point play, and the Clippers fell 109-106 to 106 to end that road trip. But all things considered, I think what we needed to see from the Clippers on that road trip was their ability to close games and and play like we know that they can, and they have been at home on the road. And and we saw that with their performances against Indiana and Toronto in particular, but the Minnesota game was a game where Lou Williams and Pat Beverly sat out. Same thing in Chicago as well, so they were shorthanded without Kawhi in the Chicago game as well. But in Minnesota, really just Kawhi, PG, and Montrez, and Kawhi and PG in particular, 88 combined points, 46 for PG, 42 for Kawhi. So that's kind of the the dynamic element that we were anticipating when these two got together in the offseason and came to the team. They have that ability on any given night, so that was really special to see. And then coming back home for the Clippers, got a win against the Phoenix Suns. No Devin Booker. We saw the return of DeAndre Ayton. Nice, easy 120-99 win. And then that leads us into the most recent contest for the Clippers, which was the game against the Houston Rockets, already their third matchup of the year. And we know with the Clippers and the Rockets, there's always a lot of history, a lot of bad blood, even though some of the characters have changed throughout the years for both teams. Uh, this was another intense, uh, exciting game down the stretch, but one that's a little perplexing uh, from the Clippers' side of things just for the way the game kind of played out in the second half in particular and down the stretch. The Clippers had a 15-point halftime lead, you know teams are going to make their runs. The Rockets used a big third quarter, 36-18, to actually take the lead going into the fourth. They went up by double figures. Clippers made a quick comeback, quickly tied the game, eventually took the lead, went up by as much as six with about a couple minutes to go. And then the Rockets, a 15-0 run to extend to a seven-point lead. And then from there, that was really all she wrote. Clippers did too little too late after that to try to come back and win the ball game. But for the Clippers, a team that's so good on both ends of the floor, it was just, as we said, a little bit perplexing down the stretch. We know the Rockets have firepower. We know James Harden can do great things. Westbrook, of course, had a monster game with 40 points. Uh, but, but for the Clippers down the stretch, they were getting anything and everything they wanted in that stretch offensively that where they retook the lead. Wide open shots for 
for Paul George, Kawhi creating, and then all of a sudden it kind of turned into iso ball, and we know Doc Rivers and his mantra so much is move the ball, trust your teammate, and it really seemed like once things got closer, a couple of turnovers, a couple of big shots from Harden, it kind of bogged down into to one-on-one basketball with just a couple of unforced turnovers uh, and sloppy play. That was, that was frankly a little disappointing to see. Uh, you know, Kawhi still finished with 25 points, 9 of 19 from the field, but he had some key turnovers, five turnovers in the ball game. You know, some of those were good passes that honestly knocked off either Paul George's hand or Montrez Harrell's hand and didn't really get to the spot in traffic that they wanted. But uh, for Kawhi, those numbers not quite indicative of his performance, at least late in the ball game. Now, Kawhi's been wonderful, fantastic, incredible, everything the Clippers could hope for, uh, and everyone's entitled to a little bit of an off night or an off quarter. It was just a little rare to see for Kawhi, who's normally so dominant in the fourth quarter. Uh, he did have one big shot during that run where the Clippers took their lead, but after that, as we said, turnovers and really not the the dynamic efficiency that you're used to from Kawhi Leonard. And uh, Paul George, another big game for him, 34 points, but this was just a strange game in general for the Clippers. We saw both Lou Williams and Pat Beverly get ejected. Beverly's was not as significant because he had already fouled out of the ball game when his happened. But for Lou Williams, uh, he's so important to the team. Played just 17 minutes, had six points, and then, of course, ejected. Uh, very rare for Lou to see that happen and lose his temper like that. But uh, frustration building on what Lou was calling a, a lack of respect from the official. So disappointing there and who knows how much that would have affected the income but when looking at these two teams together the Rockets certainly have a ton of talent anytime you have a dynamic MVP type player like James Harden who's averaging nearly 40 points per ball game that's going to put you in any ball game that you play no matter who you're going up against and of course Russell Westbrook for all of his faults a former MVP as well and showed off exactly what he can do putting up 40 points Uh, and for the Clippers it's a little bit of pick your poison with whether you want to double team Harden, whether you want to try to play him straight up. And I know the Clippers are holding their hand a little bit when it comes to what they'd be showing in this game in what it would be in a playoff matchup versus in the regular season. I think in the playoffs, we'd see much more of Kawhi and Paul George on Harden rather than, you know, we saw Shamit on Harden at times. Of course, Mo Harkless gets that assignment a lot. Uh, We'll see, and Pat Beverly, of course. uh, But we'll see Kawhi and Paul George, I think as the season progresses and as we get closer to the postseason those two really take on that role more and more because I think that's what we will see in the playoffs but 40 points 10 rebounds five assists for Westbrook you know typical Westbrook line of 13 of 31 from the field two of six from downtown but 12 of 13 from the free throw line is where it really hurt the Clippers and as we said the kind of pick your poison thing with the Clippers double teaming hard in a lot they did go one-on-one at times as well, but when you double-team Harden, it essentially looks very similar to what we saw with the Warriors over their dominant run over the past five years where so many teams had to trap or pressure Steph Curry out beyond the three-point line or closer to midcourt, and that's what made Draymond Green so effective. He had that role where he caught it in the middle and was basically attacking downhill with an advantage of either four-on-three or three-on-two, and that's exactly what happens with Westbrook when you're doubling Harden in that way. And for Westbrook, we know his bread and butter is getting downhill, attacking the rim, and finishing. He also, of course, can kick out to shooters. Uh, And for the Clippers, we said 
they didn't really stop him at the rim enough. You know, his field goal percentage was relatively low, but getting to the free throw line as often as he did is, is not a good sign for the Clippers. And uh, that's a matchup where whoever's rotating over, whoever's helping, they either have to step in and take the charge or go up with verticality and force Westbrook to finish over the top. Instead, a lot of reach-in fouls, hanging on his hip, things where you send him to the free throw line. And, of course, there's always going to be calls and rough calls that you can't control, and that's why Lou ended up getting ejected. He had what was a clean play, was ruled a foul, didn't like the call. That was a Westbrook drive that led to that. So you can't always control that. But I think when defending the Rockets, you need to be able to go up with verticality and really challenge Westbrook in that way and defend without fouling. And then worse comes to worse, you make some of the other guys beat you as well. We talk about Harden and Westbrook a lot, but everyone else in the lineup in the ballgame versus the Clippers was not particularly effective from downtown. P.J. Tucker just 1 of 5 from there. Daniel House 2 of 6. Ben McLemore 2 of 5. And Austin Rivers 2 of 4, all those from downtown. And, of course, Capella rolling at the rim is a factor as well. But if you have your choice of Westbrook at the rim, of course, Harden's a whole other monster, but Westbrook at the rim or one of these other guys with maybe a contested three if you're rotating correctly. I think you'd rather take the contested three knowing that these are not particularly great shooters. They're certainly capable and they have that ability. Uh, But I think the Clippers, with what we've seen from them in stretches defensively, they can defend much better than we saw in this ballgame, giving up 122 points to the Rockets. and uh, Three matchups already with the Rockets. Very odd ballgames. The first one... Clippers were the team that kind of made a run down the stretch of the ball game in Houston and then just fell apart late, lost their composure. And Doc Rivers had that same quote basically in this loss that they lost their composure again and again versus the Rockets. So that's something that they will certainly need to tighten up and focus on going forward in in big matchups. And they do have a big one upcoming on Christmas Day, which we will preview and talk about a little bit as well. But against the Rockets in particular... They are a great team. They have two MVPs, but overall, you look at these two rosters and what the Clippers have and what the Rockets have, Clippers should be the team that's closing this game with Crescendo, not the Rockets. And we saw it in the one win the Clippers did have out of the three matchups where they probably stole one away from the Rockets. The first matchup, the Rockets stole one away from the Clippers, and then again in this one, the Rockets take one away from the Clippers again. So looking at these two teams, the Clippers are the better of the two teams, but you have to be able to finish it and prove it on the floor, and you have to give credit to the Rockets for playing hard and coming away with that win late in a game that they frankly shouldn't have had. Clippers had their multiple opportunities. You mentioned the big double-digit lead, the lead of six points when they go up late in the ball game, and then inexplicably giving up that 15-0 run. Just a frustrating loss for the Clippers, just their second loss at home on the year, uh, and it'll lead them into another back-to-back on the road as they take on the Spurs and Thunder And back-to-backs have, of course, been a big key in this season for the Clippers. We know what it means for Kawhi and load management right now. But just in general, with the NBA, they're trying to make sweeping changes in the schedule by slightly shortening the season and adding an in-season tournament. And a large part of that is TV numbers, but another part is the rest factor. And so much has been made of scheduling changes and limiting back-to-backs, and we know there's less than there used to be. But it has just been brutal for the Clippers so far this season. They're tied for the league lead in back-to-backs. We mentioned they have another one coming up uh, this weekend with the Spurs and the Thunder on the road. Uh, And it's just 
uh, an unfortunate circumstance of the schedule for the Clippers. It'll obviously lighten up uh, as we get forward toward the back half of the year. But right now, uh, you know, a couple on the road in their last road trip, another one upcoming right now. Uh, it just seems like every week they have either one or two back-to-backs where a lot of these other teams are not having that. So you certainly don't make any excuses for that, but uh, it's forced their hand, obviously, with how they're managing Kawhi Leonard to sit him in one of those two games every single time. And then for the Clippers, who are really trying to kind of get their rhythm, really tough to develop that when you can't practice because you have games and back-to-back days. And, of course, you have players sitting out due to various ailments and injuries. So it's something that, as you said, it's out of their control now. But hopefully the Clippers are able to come out on top in both of these road games against teams that they've already seen this year, 1-1 one one against the Spurs on the year and 1-0 and against the Thunder. Uh, it'll be Paul George's return to Oklahoma City on the back end of the back-to-back. So that should, should be exciting to see. And we'll see how the Clippers do in that back-to-back. It's that time of the year. Christmas is coming up quick as we're approaching the 25th and our friends at MyBookie want to make your season special with 12 days of gifts. MyBookie is already one of the most trusted and reputable sports books in the industry. And this holiday season, they're getting into the spirit of giving with 12 straight days of giveaways. That's right. 12 days of gifts, a brand new gift every single day so you can take your game to the next level. They kicked off this promotion on the 14th with a free parlay for the UFC. And they'll keep up the gift giving through the 25th. Free bets, free spins, futures, and more. While Santa has his, they've checked off their list. They've got a little something for everyone, and this is the promotion that you won't want to miss. Especially with the NBA and NHL in full swing and all the college bowl games around the corner, it really is the holiday season and the best time of year for sports betting. Parlays, teasers, specials, anything you could ever ask for. MyBookie is here to make Christmas great again. Head over to MyBookie.ag right now and use our promo code BLV to get half off of your initial deposit and free wagers. And that's just the start of your savings. Make sure to check the site out during this promotion because there's going to be something new every day and you're going to want to take advantage of these deals. So go sign up for MyBookie with our code BLV and start winning today. So after the Clippers' just second home loss of the year, they're now 21-9 and on the year, still second in the Western Conference. Uh, and of course, some large games looming uh, before we finish out the 2019 calendar year, of course, the Christmas Day game against the LA Lakers is that exact game that I'm talking about. They do have a couple of games, as I mentioned before that, against the Spurs and the Thunder. So hopefully they're able to take care of business in those ball games because that hasn't been a guarantee for this team. Four of the nine losses have come against the Suns, Bulls, Pelicans, and the same Spurs team they're about to face. Uh, and those are all teams that are under 500. Of course, other losses have come with Paul George and Kawhi out of the lineup. And the Clippers in general have not had their full assortment of players in any ball game as they're still waiting for Jermichael Green to return. But we did see the return of Landry Shamit, and his shot is, is back. It's coming along nicely. We know he's had his slumps. He had the wrist injury earlier in the year, and of course the ankle injury that kept him out for 15-plus ball games. But getting Shamit back is just such a big part of what this team is going to do going forward. He had such an element of shooting Solid defense as well. And for the Clippers who have been going through some of those young guys on the bench that we talked about and Jerome Robinson and Derek Walton and Terrence Mann, even though Shamit is still just a second-year guy, he feels like a veteran on the floor because of what he's already been through with this Clippers team last year and just the presence that he brings on the floor. Cool, calm, collected, 
and a good shooter who spaces things out. So having him back is going to pay big dividends in the future and, and hopefully hopefully immediately for this Clippers team as well. And the final piece to get back into the lineup and make this team whole for what would be the first time all year. We said that there's been not one game all year where the Clippers have had their full assortment of players. So that's certainly something to consider as well when you look at some of the losses and the record and uh, the way the Clippers have played. Uh, they've played very well throughout the year, but you know a few losses that you would probably not expect. Uh, but when Jermichael Green comes back, that's everyone back for the Clippers. And I think the more we see them get their rhythm together, get the rotations down, uh, this team is really going to take off on another level than they've already been. And we've seen some great flashes already. So hopefully the Clippers team remains and stays and continues to be healthy. Uh, we can see them get things going. But looking forward to that Christmas Day matchup a little bit before we get out of here. Uh, you know, it's big. It, it's the two best teams in the West. I think undeniably right now, the two most talented and record-wise best teams in the Western Conference. Of course, the Clippers really kind of took it to the Lakers on opening night without Paul George. Uh, so the Lakers, I think, are, are going to be extra motivated. They'll, of course, have it be a home game for them. So they're crowd in full force. Uh, and I think they're going to come out with kind of a boxy mentality. They're going to try to throw a haymaker early. And it'll be on the Clippers to match that intensity and really come out with some force as well. And we know, as we mentioned, this is Paul George's first opportunity to go against the Lakers. It'll be really interesting to see both sides, just how teams deal with the matchups. We know Laker fans are obsessed with saying, oh, well, who's going to guard Anthony Davis? Clipper fans can say the same with both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. LeBron can't guard them both, and we know his defense has been up and down all year. And really no one else on the Laker roster has the size or the speed to contend Kuzma has the size, but he's not a good enough defender to really check George or Leonard. And then Danny Green, a very good defender, but he's undersized against both of those guys as well. So it'll be really interesting to see how those teams maneuver with those matchups, what kind of rotations we have, if we see double teams, and for the Clippers, if they can come out and really shoot the ball well and rebound well is going to be a key against a very big Lakers team. We know with AD, Dwight Howard playing well, McGee, they like to play with bigger size on the floor. So for the Clippers, who are honestly at their best when they're a little bit, I don't want to say smaller, but uh, you know, overall, a lot of length on the floor, but from the center position, a little smaller as they, you know, after Zubats comes out, we know Harrell gets uh, the majority of those minutes. Harrell really about just 6'7". He plays much bigger than that. Uh, but that, of course, will be a key. Will Jermichael Green be back and be able to contribute defensively? Harkless, Patrick Patterson, all those guys are going to have to play a key role in the front court for the Clippers, along with, of course, the star players, Kawhi, MPG, Lou, and Trez, to see what the Clippers can bring. But we know with just the mentality that they've built from last year to this year, if anyone won't let them have a letdown for that game, it's, of course, Pat Beverly and some of the other guys like Trez on the team who are going to bring that energy no matter what. So it's the marquee Christmas Day game, 5 p.m. here in L.A., should be a lot of fun, and we'll have another podcast coming up uh, after the Christmas Day game to really break down that game in particular and talk about what the Clippers did in that game and what they have to do going forward in the rest of the season. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Believe in Clippers podcast here in the Believe Podcast Network. Know, to, know that if you enjoy the show, you can follow along on any of your favorite social media handles, including Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Believe Podcast, and also find the website at Believe.com. We're available on all of your favorite podcast directories, Apple, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. And if you are on Apple, please 
leave reviews, subscribe, rate really helps us out uh, as we continue to grow this show. And we said more guests coming in the future, a co-host coming in the future. That's all still in the works here in the Believe in Clippers podcast. So much more to come here on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place for the show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Go Clips. With the holidays just around the corner, now is the time to order holiday cards for family and friends. Only this year, why not create custom holiday photo cards quickly, easily, and affordably at simplytoimpress.com. Simplytoimpress.com is your holiday photo card headquarters with thousands of unique Christmas cards and other designs to choose from. All you do is upload your family photos, personalize the text, and you're done. Simplytoimpress.com prints your cards on your choice of premium card stock in just a few days and rushes them straight to your door. Maybe that's why the New York Times wire cutter named Simply to Impress their favorite photo card service. They even offer foil cards and hundreds of great holiday card designs for your business too. Place your order today to save 30% and get free shipping. Just enter promo code DEAL at checkout. Save big on holiday photo cards today using promo code DEAL at simplytoimpress.com. That's simplytoimpress.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.